0: Welcome everybody to the first ever Young Life podcast. I want to take a minute and introduce some of our guests. Uh, my name's Scott. I'm the Young Life pastor. If you don't know that, I'm glad to be with you. But we have Elliot. He is the host of the Open Concepts Podcast. Uh, you should check it out. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. He's on Title. No, he's not on Title, but he's <laughs> taking over the internet with the Open Concepts Podcast. You can check it out. It's awesome. We also have Shake and Jake Stanley. Uh, from the life 100.3 he's a host uh, radio host there and we have Aiden the one day future Stephen Furtick impersonator <laughs> we're so glad to have him uh, with impersonator. us and it's gonna be great
1: impersonator. Hey, and this hey. is
0: kind of our first attempt at a young life online we're trying some new things we're gonna try a little bit of a new format uh, we're gonna be everywhere that you want to be and so we'll be on YouTube Spotify Apple Music Facebook Tumblr LinkedIn, you name it, we're going to be there and uh, be available to connect every single week. To give you a bit of a heads up, uh, this is kind of our first time doing this format. And so we have broken everything up into about 10 minute segments. And so if you get sick of us, we're 10 minutes long-ish and then we move on to the next thing and then we move on to the next <laughs> thing. And uh tried to adopt a cast podcast, podcast format kind of deal, uh, but we're excited about it and we're trying some new things and and, you know, we got to adapt as we're all stuck at home. So I hope you're enjoying everybody's view from their house. Yeah. Uh, and we're so glad to be with you. Uh, one thing I do want to mo- mention is we're kind of moving through things as if we normally would at Young Life. We're going to have uh, focuses on episodes and focuses that we're kind of talking through. And for the next few weeks, I want to talk about our health, our emotional health, our mental health and our physical health. And tonight we're going to talk about our physical wellness and kind of go down that road. We have uh pastor Chris chase that we interviewed a guest interview coming up and we talk with him. We uh, have a new segment called the download. It's like a, a five to 10 minute little devotional thing to keep you encouraged and challenging your faith while we're stuck at home. But other than that, we get a chance to hang out with these awesome guys. We're going to have a rotating cast as we go through, hopefully get some fresh faces uh, from the young life in as guest uh, cast members, which would be great. Uh, but until then, let's get a chance to meet some of these guys. You know, it's it's it is New Year's resolution season. Are what? you guys New Year's resolution people?
2: No. <laughs>
0: Not <Nah>, really. <laughs> I try to be. I want
1: to be. Yeah. yeah like, that's, I'm like that's that the too, thing. I, I want to be every year the new year comes and I, I see that goal and I see everybody is everybody is making goals and it's like I want that, but I'm never gonna have that type of mm. a thing.
0: defeatist you're a defeatist that's perfect have you guys made any new year's resolutions for this year any 2021 oh what's your resolution
2: uh to work out more i've been running like past two days like 3k a day which is nice because listen your boys got still freshman 15 from four years ago and the quarantine weight still on so (laughs) always gotta lose that weight as fast as possible so that's the goal right there Trying to get that down.
0: <laughs> yeah, my go-to joke is that I'm Irish. Fit. It's like, oh, wow, well, that's not too bad. But I bet that guy gives great hugs. That's that's, that's kind of that's my true. lane. That's uh, kind of my
2: oh my goodness. My zone.
0: That's why oh, my wife God. loves me. Give great hugs. It's great. That's true. Okay, so let's take a guess. Jake, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, this year, uh,
3: Chad Veach, he put on his Instagram like five ways to be like more spiritual and stuff this year. And so I want to try and like whether it's a verse or a chapter or something, read more of my Bible just because yeah, God totally. can speak speak loudly through whether it's a verse or whatever. But just trying to get more into my word and just sort of stay more anchored in that.
0: Totally. Resolutions are kind of tricky. And normally people kind of fall off the bandwagon. I always fall off the bandwagon. Kind of like Aiden. It's like the first <laughs> four weeks, I am killing it. Like it is unbelievable. I am surprising myself. And then about February 1st, it kind of drops off. Uh, okay, so if you had to guess, I have the number, but I want to see if you can guess. What do you think is the average time that a New Year's resolution lasts? If you had to guess,
2: like in like weeks?
0: Yeah, sure. Let's do weeks. A uh, couple weeks at least.
2: I'd say, I'd say like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. I don't Jake? have faith in people. <laughs>
0: like three to
1: four. Like I'm going. Ish. I'm going with Jake.
2: Three to four. Three
0: to four. So the average is about the middle week of February. Mm. oh people wow drop off around like the second week of february but i kind of get it february sucks february yeah, is like it. november there's nothing exciting happening it's just cold and it's terrible but yeah. uh, let's get people in the mindset to new year's resolutions here so here is an article i've found uh, online talking about 2021 new year's resolutions because you can't really join a gym uh, it might be challenging to do some of the things that you normally would be a resolution like going out Trying new places, all that kind of stuff. You can't really do any of that stuff right now. And so, this was a suggestion of some twenty twenty one New Year's resolutions, and we'll see how they fit into your life. Okay, so one really simple one: cook something new every week. Who here mm. cooks for themselves? Do you guys cook for yourself? Do you guys all live at home? A little. Bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I live with my okay, parents so right you, now. So yeah, your mom could cook <laughs> something new for you every single week. Uh, would she
2: you
3: guys does great to try. I've been trying new stuff, like nothing at like crazy. It's more like like munchy food. Like, oh, like last night I did like toast with cheese and like cut up olives, <laughs> I put it in the toaster. Oh, no.
0: Ladies, shakuri, shakuri hey. hey, by Jake.
2: <laughs> no. Nah. Jake and Jake hey. steal
0: your heart if you know what I'm Quick.
2: saying. <laughs> it's simple and delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you put but, olives on that, man? No.
0: Yeah. olives. Oh, yeah.
1: All I'm right, in number same two. Same boat as Elliot.
2: Oh. Thank you.
0: Number two, this Do one's simple. Give yourself a brand new look. Take a big risk. We're all stuck mm-hmm. at home. If it doesn't work, keep your zoom camera off, but give yourself <laughs> right. a brand new look. I will say last March I gave myself a brand new look and it has thrived. <laughs> and, it was beca- and it was because so, uh, no one would see me if it looked terrible. Aiden, didn't you dye your hair blonde? I was about to say, Aiden's did. done quite a bit.
1: <laughs> last, so last, last year was a year, man. Um, well not last year actually it was it was 2019 to 2020 at the end there and i i had at the end of uh 2019 dyed my hair blonde uh just on a whim with the boys and then uh <laughs> then to kick off the new year 2020 i shaved
0: it boom <laughs> um, yeah <that's> right. Yeah. <laughs> was
1: it, it, it was needed.
0: <laughs> yeah, slim shady over there. Looked great. Calm, yeah. But get maybe give yourself a new look if you're stuck at home and you're trying to figure it out. Get out the scissors and try something brand new. That could be a great Why way to do it. Why not bowl on the head? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, number three, I don't know if you guys are like neat people, but this one is make a chaotic area in your house uh, clean and calm. Mm. Like redo an entire chaotic, chaotic area of your life uh, somewhere in your house. Uh, my right. basement looks like a bomb went off. But that's Mm -hmm. because the baby's coming. We're putting everything in the basement. But it would be great. Maybe that's a simple thing you can do. Feel a little bit accomplished about yourself. Mm. Uh, Number four. I thought this one was funny. Give yourself more compliments. (laughs) I think you can do that. I think it might feel a little weird. It is a good one. But I feel like it can be a little uncomfortable. At first, yeah. You're looking amazing today. (laughs) (laughs) Because it comes off for
2: other people's like arrogant. (laughs) I mean, we all
1: do that we all look in the mirror and we are all, we all have our moments of, you know what? I look good today. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's an easy one. Give yourself more compliments. You're stuck at home. Maybe you're not getting them from people you're normally hanging out with. Uh, This one was good. Number five is uh, maybe have a pen pal, Mm -hmm. throwback, get rid of the email, pick somebody, send letters back and forth. Uh, It's not necessarily my thing. Um, but maybe it'd be perfect for you. My wife, Michaela, lived in France for eight or nine months doing school. And <clears throat> I have to admit, I was kind of a bad boyfriend. She'd send me a letter. I would read it. I'd be like, this is amazing. She she mailed it all the way from France. And I don't think I ever sent her one back. <laughs> <time. No>. But <laughs> no. Nah. I talked to her on FaceTime that night and showed her. I was like, this is amazing. But if that's kind of your thing, yeah. uh, maybe a pen pal uh and this one was cool maybe make a monthly playlist
2: mm, yeah, you guys podcast
0: ooh. apple music people
2: yeah yep. yeah i got spotify I feel Like jake yeah. has to
0: be yeah but oh, yeah well. <laughs> yeah make yourself a playlist or do something like that uh i think yeah, it'd be pretty sweet yeah but i think you guys are right like most people's news resolutions kind of come down to physical like they come down to health
1: you mm. know what i
0: mean? Like yeah. Which is good. Like, I feel like New Year's is great because it's one of the else in the year. Are you kind of like reevaluating? You know what I mean? Like there's a part of that where it's good. It's like the year's over. And now for whatever reason, whatever the barriers of 2020 were, you just don't have them as of January 1st, which is good, right. I guess. Uh, <laughs> but usually people want to be a little bit more Brad Pitt, a little bit less Hamburglar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like,
3: that's true. I don't know
0: if that's you. Do you guys have any like physical like health routines that keep you like active?
3: Um, I've been watching, like trying to do core workouts and there's just like one, like Russian dude, but I just, he has like nine minute videos. <laughs> He's like, all right, today we're going to work out. And oh, yeah,
0: I, was, like, I go hard. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's good though. It's good. <laughs> That's <laughs> jokes. Anybody else? Aiden? Do you recently.
1: Do yeah. I mean like, okay, this is just recently I've been, I've been playing a lot of video games. So I've, I've, I've been noticing that I need to balance out the video game time a little bit of workout time and so every now and then <laughs> after like five rounds or whatever it is a call of duty i'll drop on the ground give it 10 push-ups maybe 10 sit-ups and then get right <laughs> back in just to get the blood keep the blood flowing but you know? um yeah short breaks walks with the dog those are great but like yeah. besides that just very basic low maintenance fitness workouts at home
0: Elliot, That's do it. you do anything at home yeah no it's just right
2: now it's just running right now i just head outside like yeah. it's cold as heck right now but yeah, it's just running like around my block for like three k. Pop in my Harry Styles, and I just get going.
0: <laughs> jamming, <laughs> yeah. jamming. Oh, that's man. that's hilarious. That's awesome, Aiden. For every time you die in COD, you should run a mile, and you would be ripped. You would, you would <laughs> Absolutely be ripped. So jacked. You would be unreal. You'd be slender. Absolutely ripped. That kill death ratio,
2: man. Be yeah,
0: something else. <laughs> well, we brought on uh, Chris Chase as our guest host uh, for this episode. Uh, you know, he's kind of started his own physical journey of of kind of taking his physical health seriously, and the implications that has for his emotional and mental health, and how much they're so interwoven. Really, like it's hard to distinguish, and and increase in one area usually results in increase in an other, in another area. And so he kind of he's his interview's coming up uh, really soon, but he shares a little bit about his journey of his mental health actually improving because uh, of his physical health and taking that more seriously. And so maybe you're stuck at home. And it's something kind of similar where it can be easy to get down. You're kind of stuck at home and nothing exciting's happening and you're missing the people you normally got to see. Um, and if, it can just feel weird. And if you're feeling like that, it, his advice is maybe that's some physical cues that we can tend to. I think that's definitely true. As hard as it might be while we're stuck at home, you know, we have another segment coming up right now. It's called the TOL download. We're kind of shifting into these uh, little mini super devotions, if you will. And, uh, just a way to keep you encouraged. And we're talking about our physical health. Um, and ultimately that our health is not really just about wellness. It's actually about stewardship. And I don't know if you guys have found that in your own life, when your physical health is at its best, everything else seems to be doing a little bit better. We yeah. kind of just take care of ourselves, like yeah. the yeah. confidence and all that kind of stuff that comes with it. And so it's interesting how God made us so interwoven and connected with each other. And that's kind of what we're talking about, uh, coming up next. I so want you to check it out. Right now, the Wild download. Man, new year, new you. Maybe you've said that sentiment. Maybe you've heard it before. We are in New Year's resolution season. And you know, I think it's a good thing. I think this is a season of life and a time in the year when we reflect back and we think about what we want the year ahead to be. I think especially after a year like we just had, there's a lot of people in the mindset of, man, how much better can this next year be? be. I think it's a great thing. I think we naturally have this inclination to want to long to be better, for our lives to be better, and I don't necessarily think that's a terrible thing. What, what would be your New Year's resolution? A pretty popular one is, oh, I want to get more exercise, or I want to eat a little better, or I'm going to spend less money, or hey, maybe you want to try tithing for the first time this year. That's not a bad one either, but given the circumstance we find ourselves in, heck, your 21, 2021 resolution might be, hey, I'm going to get dressed out of my pajamas every day that we're in lockdown together, whatever it might be. I think there's a there's something valuable to looking and evaluating our life and saying, hey, how can I do this better? How can I be stronger and just be doing my life better? It's important. You know, Paul in 1 Corinthians six nineteen, he describes it as a temple for the Holy Spirit. And he says, don't you realize that your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? He says, you don't belong to yourself, but God bought you with a high price. And so you got to honor God with your body. And you know, for the next few weeks, I want to take a look at our health, our physical health, our emotional health, and our spiritual, and our, our mental health when it comes to us being a temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, those three aspects, they're how we experience life. And so the Holy Spirit's relationship to those three aspects are very, very important in how we exercise and how we keep those areas of our life healthy is really, really important. You know, we are a temple for the Holy Spirit. He talks about our body. We've got to honor God with our body. He says that it's, it's not actually our own anymore. You know, when we give God lordship, we, we offer him every area of our life. And I know it might sound weird in 2021 terms, but we actually do give uh, ownership and lordship of ourself, our physical self, over to God. God, would you do with my life what you want? God, will my behaviors and my actions model the kingdom of heaven? It's very much about our physical selves. And more than that, he says it doesn't actually even belong to us. And so I want to challenge you that maybe you've thought about health as just a fitness and and a well-being thing. But health and physical health in our life, it's not just that. I would go as far as to say it's actually a stewardship issue. Hey, God, you've given me this gift, and now I'm going to do the best I can with it. <clears throat> oh, I shouldn't be coughing. It's a bad time to be coughing. Uh, I, I'm gonna do the best I can with it so I can honor you with it in our stewardship and our health. And as we are a, see, a, a temple of the Holy Spirit, and we're talking about a little bit of our physicality today, you know, how we physically take care of ourselves, it's important. If my body's gonna be a temple, I wanna make sure it's a four seasons, not a super eight, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I want it to be the best of the best. I don't want it to be smelly and a little dated and not your first choice, and I'll leave the descriptions there. I want to make sure that I'm at my best so I can be my best for God. I want to make sure that I'm at my best so I can exemplify the best for the kingdom of heaven and the faith that I have. You know, Elijah is a prophet that we find in 1 Kings 18 and 19. He's this pretty amazing man, and he does these pretty amazing things. And I want to take a moment to tell the story of these two chapters of our life and how we, of his life, and how we find him to be one man in chapter 18 and a very different man in chapter 19. And so our story begins in chapter 18. You know, he he goes to this King Ahab and he's trying to demonstrate that God is the one true God. And so he goes and he challenges Ahab, who is a, a worshiper of Baal, this false god, and it's just evil and wicked stuff, this demonic stuff, to a challenge and a display of God's power. Pretty radical to go into this kingdom and be like, my God's bigger than yours, nina, whatever it might be. And he challenges him to like this big altar offering. And he says, you build an altar here, and an offering, and I'll build an altar here, and an offering. And the challenge is going to be whose God will ignite the offering first. And so the worshipers of Baal, they go first on on this side, and they're dancing, and they're chanting, and they're doing their thing. And it actually says that Elijah begins to mock them because it's not working, nothing's happening. And this is actually what he says. About noontime, Elijah began mocking them. Uh, You'll have to shout louder, he scoffed, uh, for surely he is uh, a living God, perhaps he's daydreaming or he's relieving himself or maybe he's away on a trip or maybe he's fallen asleep and needs to be awakened. He's kind of taunting them, this boldness and this this courage and this confidence in the Lord that he goes, hey, whatever you do, whatever you scream, your God's not gonna come through because my God is the one true God. Pretty bold, pretty amazing uh, testimony in saying, look, I'm not, I don't have to worry about it. I'm not gonna sweat about it. God is on my side. And of course, nothing happens. But Elijah's turn comes up and he goes, hey, you know what? I know that nothing happened to you, but I'm going to step it up a little bit. He pours jugs of water on his offering. So it's soaking wet. Everything's soaking wet. It wouldn't even light with the most, uh, whatever you're going to do to it, it's just sopping wet now. It's not going to light. But he turns and says, God of heaven, come and show you, display your power and prove that you're the one true God. And it says that instantly fire fell from heaven. It burned up the offering. It burned up the oxen. And it actually evaporates all the water, leaving it dry as a bone. And the people turned to Elijah in, in awe and they bowed down before the one true God, which is Yahweh, the God of Israel. This pretty amazing story. It doesn't even stop there. In chapter 18, the land had been full of drought and there hadn't been water. And so Elijah climbs this mountain and says, well, I'm just gonna pray to this one true God who just displayed his power that he's going to send rain. And so Ahab the king and Elijah go to the top of this mountain. They pray and God sends rain and so much rain that Ahab has to flee back home to get to safety so he's not caught in the storm. So he takes his chariot and his horses and he rushes home. And God actually then gives Elijah the supernatural ability and strength to run faster than the chariot's back. It's just moment after moment, this crazy story of God displaying miracles and his powers in Elijah's life. I'm kind of skipping through the fast part, but these are kind of the highlights of chapter 18 and all these moments that God has done these amazing things, this confident man of God that we see in chapter 18. Now, conversely, In chapter 19, we get a very different picture of Elijah. You see, once Ahab went back and he told Jezebel, his crazy wife, about what had happened, she vowed to kill Elijah. And so he ran for his life. He escaped and he got out to the wilderness And he's so discouraged, he's so tired from all the things happening in chapter 18, he's so spent that we find himself in this place of turmoil. To the point that he actually says, God, you know what? I'm so done, I'm so spent. Would you just take my life? Pretty radical, extreme words. Would you just take my life? And the next thing Elijah does is he falls asleep. And when he wakes up, he finds that the Lord has provided food and something to drink. And he wakes up and he eats something. And then guess what he does? He goes right back to sleep until he's woken again by an angel. He says, hey, keep eating, keep drinking. God is not done with you yet. I have more for you to do, Elijah. And once he found the endurance and strength in his rest and in his eating, he was ready to continue on for what God had him to do. You know, Elijah is a pretty big hero of our faith. He's a pretty awesome man. He's, he's, his life was amazing. Just in one chapter, he convinced this king, he challenges Baal, he overcomes evil, he prays for rain, and it comes, and he runs like the flash past the chariot. He's gone. If I did any of these one things, I would be writing a book about how God had done this amazing thing, and yet this is just one chapter of his life. And you know, we all have chapters of our lives where we feel invincible or maybe things have gone amazing. And yet the next chapter of Elijah's life, he finds himself discouraged and downtrod and tired and kind of upset. And similarly, we can find ourselves like that. You know, I think this last year and even the beginning of this year can be challenging for a lot of people. It's hard to kind of get through the challenging seasons of life. And so what happened with Elijah? What was the prescription that God had for Elijah, at least in this scenario? You know, I think it's really simple. Elijah gets away. He went to sleep, he woke up, he ate something, he rested some more, he got some more sleep, he woke up, he ate something, and then he was back to who he used to be and who God had made him to be so he can continue to continue to do what God had asked him to do. And you know the reality is, I'm not a medical professional. This isn't medical advice, just the word of God and its spiritual advice. Our physical bodies matter so much in how we serve Jesus because it's how we express and how we act and how we interact with the world. And you know, our body sends us signals of when it's time to rest, when it's time to eat, when it's time to slow down and when it's time to recharge. And you know, if you're anything like myself, I want to have long battery life. Man, you know, at the end of the day, when your phone is just dead and you're like, "Well, I, this can't do anything," I got to put it down. I'm going to plug it in so I can get it back to where it used to be, so it can do exactly what it was designed to do. You know, we're the same way. We got to recharge. We got to take care of ourselves. We have to watch our battery life, sort of speak. And so when we take care of our physical self, it's not just health and fitness and wellness, it's stewardship to say, God, you've made with intentionality. You have things and plans for me to do. You've created me with a purpose. And so when I take care of myself, not only am I healthier, but I am more able to the best of my ability so I can be ready for the best of your possibilities. God wants to use you in miraculous ways. He has a plan and purpose for your life. And so when we take care of ourselves physically and we understand that we are a temple for the Holy Spirit, man, four seasons, not the super eight. I want to be the four seasons, not just because I'm the healthiest and I look the best. I want to be the four seasons because it means I'm at the top of my ability to do what I can do for God. And we see in Elijah's life that, man, there are emotional and mental side effects when we don't take care of our, our physical self. And so if you find yourself in the season distraught, discouraged, downcast, whatever it might be, ask yourself the simple question, are you eating well, are you sleeping well, and have you gotten any exercise? Have you seen your temple thrive, or is your temple kind of getting some love handles on the side? Whatever it might be, are we taking care of ourselves, are we getting enough sleep, or have we maybe put some of those things aside, and now we find ourselves discouraged, asking God, where are you, just like Elijah did. I'm challenged by this. I I feel like I gotta be honest. I think the entire left side of my body is chicken wings and blue cheese. And so trust me on this, I'm not claiming to be the gold standard of health. And yet I want us to be challenged to say, Hey, God, you've given me this body. You I want to give it to you. I want to serve you with my life. And so let me take care of it so I can serve you well. You know, as we close tonight, this is what 1 Corinthians says. 1 Corinthians 10 31 says, so whatever you eat eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I think that's a really simple and easy mantra. God, whatever I do, I'm going to do it for the glory of God. You know, it, it can be a motivation bigger than just a resolution. I think we don't need New Year's resolutions. We need New Year's ambitions deep desires that cannot be squashed by one slip up. You know, that next time we go, hey, God, I want to honor you with my body. I'm going to get to bed a little earlier. I'm going to eat something a little bit healthier. You know, maybe I'm going to go get some more exercise than I normally would. All things that help us go from super eight to four seasons to just treat our bodies and take care of our health a little bit better. Remind yourself that whatever you're doing, even these small steps, they're for the glory of God. And you know, as we're faithful to act, God's faithful to come in and and help us along the journey when we try to give our all for Him. It's not just a health choice. When we choose to take care of our physical self so we can serve Him, it's really a question of stewardship. And so my challenge to you today is, hey, how is your temple? How is your physical self? Are you the best that you can be And are there a few things we can do this year to help give ourselves to God to the best of our ability so we can be ready and able for the best of his possibilities? Man, whatever we do it, whatever we do, let us do it all for the glory of God so that we can be all that we can be for him. Man, we have Pastor Chris Chase with us. He, uh, we got a chance to interview him and talk with him about his journey of health. And he's like the pastor of gains. He is just Uh, exceeded and and how that's had an implication on his relationship with Jesus and his spiritual walk. Uh, So why don't you check it out right now? Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Young Life podcast, our first interview with uh, the highest holy reverend, Chris Chase, who is the campus site pastor at The Meeting House in Newmarket. He's also, I'm going to say the founder, they might get mad, but the founder and host of the House of Common show. You should check them out on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. YouTube, YouTube as well. Kind of everywhere. Yes. They've got the best yes. promo. If the very least, if you don't watch it, just go look at their promo. You're going to love it. Uh, but Chris has uh, been someone, at least in my life, in my sphere of influence, that, man, has gone come through this health journey and has just gotten ripped. Dude, Chris, I don't know what it was. But you, you do have this. You, you've exemplified. Look, half of my body is Cool Ranch Doritos. And so I had to mm-hmm. reference somebody. <laughs> who uh, has done this well. And I think you are someone who's done this well. And you got the pastoral perspective and you kind of understand you work with young adults and we're trying to look for your insight, practical tips, all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, you know, when you started this whole journey of kind of focusing on your physical health and, and I think it's maybe been a journey, you can speak to that. What, what was the thing that kind of helped move it to be more of a priority in your life? What was your motivations? If someone's looking for motivation what was the thing that did it for you?
4: so there's um there's three things um i'll start with there's there's the practical i was paying for a gym membership and i wasn't using it and
0: then and yeah, like so that's an unfortunate and you don't realize, right
4: like right like you just kind of like it's like this 30 40 bucks right you's kind of like leaving the account you're kind of <laughs> not doing anything with it and then one day i'm sitting uh in in church um and the pastor of the time is talking about being a steward of your funds and i was like yeah, like I have this gym membership that I'm not using, I should probably yeah. put that put that to, to use. Uh, second thing was um, who I was working with at the time, uh, mentor of yours, mentor of mine. We both uh, we both fans of of the right Reverend Rich James, Papa um, James, who I, I can say for both of us, Papa James. he's saved both of our lives at different points <laughs> times in, <laughs> in,
0: yeah. our, in, our, in our lives and in our careers. Very true. That is very
4: true. Um, that is very true. <laughs> um, um, he's the, he's the original Big Papa. Like he is like you know, um, and he <laughs> yeah totally um, years years earlier went through his own health journey and um just he's a, he's a, he's a massive dude and I'm working at the at, at MasterCon at the time and I am 145 pounds. I'm just you know I'm a, I'm a tiny guy. And I'm standing beside this guy and I'm like oh I, I gotta do something in my life and I'm working with another guy by the name of Nathan Flight you know, a retired major in the Canadian military and there's both these massive guys and there's this little guy in the middle and there's this picture that uh, I think Rich's wife took of the three of us and like you can just see the disparity between the two of them yeah. and me in the middle uh, and I was like I gotta do something about that and then uh, and then to be honest with you there's a little bit of vanity in there too, a little bit of like, <laughs> you know, like
0: like, I'm getting the preaching little... gigs. I'm doing the overflow circuit now. I it's gotta, gotta you, I gotta like
4: look the part. If you <laughs> look the part, be the part.
0: It's a little looser. Yeah, it's good. That's
4: good. I, that, That's why I grew my hair out so I can finally do the comb over. <laughs> I can do the comb over thing afterwards yeah. too, right? Yeah,
0: that's why. But
4: there's a, a little bit of like, you know, like um, there's a little bit of like, I, I'm not happy with the way, I'm not happy with the way I look, nor am I happy with the way my, I feel. Yeah. And
0: totally. so
4: I wanted to be able to kind of, um, do something about that that was practically speaking there was a little bit of like man like I can I can look better um physically uh I now have two kids that I need to be running after uh I not only that I'm playing basketball with bible college students and they are kicking my tail and they're pushing me around I need to be able to do something that is um that can be different with my life
0: yeah so (laughs) How is your physical health? You know, and as you've been on the journey of kind of taking it more seriously, making it more a priority, have you seen the implications in your spiritual health as well? Like in how they tie together—that yes. we're yeah. spiritual and physical beings—and as we increase and work on one, have we seen the benefits in the in another area?
4: Yes, I—I I, um, one of my my favorite uh, passages scripture. Uh, is Mark 12, 28, 32, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, you know, the whole, like, you know, hero Israel, Lord is God, Lord why like that, that's, that passage is like so vital to me. Yeah. And the, the breakdown, uh, the heart being, you know, the kind of the seat of your emotions, your soul being that part that, that, um, that connects with God, your mind yeah. uh, being your intellect, and then your strength, your physical, your physical nature, and to love your Lord your God with all of those things. And all of that is a part of your devotion to God. All of that is a part of your worship totally. towards God. And so, when it, when vanity is taking a backseat, when um, when just kind of like make sure that I'm doing it because I'm paying for it takes a backseat. Um, I found that it's a part of my daily worshipful life. Yeah. So for sure. Um, no different than waking up in the morning and spending time in the scriptures or being being kind to my neighbor or all those sort of things that are added to the worshipful life. That is a part of it, too. So it doesn't kind of take priority. It's not an idol. It's just another part of me kind of devoting myself to God. And you said it earlier, like the idea of this is this is I have one body. And yes, I might have to get surgery on ligaments here and there because of wear and tear. <laughs> yes. but I have, yeah. you know, I'm getting older, but like, this is the one body I have. And so I'm, I need to, to give that back over to God beyond your soul. This is the first thing that God gives you
0: yeah.
4: when you're a baby is this body, you know, it's, that's that gift. And so to be able to offer that back to him, um, not just for, not just for the vanity part, but say like, like. I honor the fact that you gave this to me, so I'm going to take care of this 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 gift that you've given me.
0: Yeah, totally. And like First Corinthians, I think I have it written down here to pretend mm. like I'm pulling it from my head. It's right here. 1 uh, <laughs> Corinthians 10.31 says, whatever we eat or drink, do for the glory of God. And I think that's a really practical, okay, Scott, maybe one pound of wings is maybe more honoring to God. I, I yeah. think it's more practical than we give it credit for. Yeah. Even though it doesn't sound super spiritual. And there's a degree of it where, in life's moments, like I, maybe Rob Bell is a controversial person to bring up, but he has this thing before all his Oprah all stuff, stuff, everything is spiritual. And there's a degree of that where he draws this comparison that like every physical act has spiritual ramifications. I think that is totally true. Even if something basic is like our fitness and health mm-hmm. and, and the spiritual ramifications that it has. And we choose to honor God with our physical bodies and have the spirit works with that and help we grow closer to God, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh so your physical health and that's been a journey. Have you seen that working on your physical health and your all that well being has had implications on your emotional and your mental health? You know, we're as in our temple series talking through the next few weeks, we're gonna focus on each one. So you're our physical health guy, but uh they're so interwoven that as we work on one yes. we'll see side effects and benefits in the other. Uh and so what have you seen that your mental health, and your emotional health have improved and increased um as you worked on your physical health, as you made that a priority?
4: Yes, um, in 2017, I had I had for the first time in my life, some mental health challenges, um, yeah. and just kind of um, a breakdown of my my body and my mind. And there was a time where the only thing I knew how to do was kind of get up and rebuild my, and kind of rebuild my mind through my body, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, less about weights it was more about swimming and more about going for walks and those sort of things mm-hmm. um and what i found since then is um there's a centering that happens and so we, we all have these we all have bad habits that we have so when things go wrong in our lives we often will kind of run to these comforts um, many of them are harmless some of them are very dangerous but most of them are comforts that don't really improve our lives yeah. And what I true. found what I found is when I was um spending time walking or working out or whatever else it was, I was kind of able to kind of um channel I you know, I don't want to use like chakra words, but like channel that energy. <laughs> Open your third eye. Like yeah, you know, like channel that energy where it could be where it could be going somewhere negative. Yeah. Um, where I'm either beating beating myself up for something that I thought or something I did. Or I'm, or I'm indulging in, in in things that were detrimental to my my mental health, um, or my emotional health, or my relational health. I was able to kind of put that into 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 weights or into running or uh, into something else that was kind of mind clearing. And what I found is, what I found is, um, um, there was a lightness that was happening, and it's all yeah. connected. Um, you know, we'll talk, you know, like, like what I was eating was a part of that. So like, I changed my eating habits and yeah. I found that as i was changed my eating habits and I was changing my workout habits, my mind was a little bit clearer. When I was waking up, I was, a, there was a little bit more pep in my step. There was a little bit more of a, a clarity in terms of being able to, um, be calm. I'm an, I'm a naturally hyper person. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and so to be able to kind of have like a, like a, a calmer center, um, my listening got better because I wasn't so anxious. <laughs> like I'm i I'm I'm a naturally anxious individual, and so I was a bit calmer, so I can be in environments and just kind of like be in it as opposed to trying to like feel like I had to make something happen in a moment. I was able to yeah, kind yeah. of go like, no, like that's okay. And and if I was upset with something or upset with someone because I'm a petty individual, you know, <laughs> it's easier to take that out and to kind of clear my head somewhere where it's separate from that environment. To then come back and kind of give give myself perspective. Um, I'm I'm very thankful for it. Um, especially in this lockdown season that we've been in twice over now. At least at the time at the time of, of recording this, we are now in in the second yeah, lockdown, totally. right? Living um, the dream. <laughs> Live the dream, just, just just <laughs> <laughs> just cabin fever the entire time. Um, yeah. but to be able to have something, something to do, right? Yeah. Bored, boredom boredom is a killer right like boredom is a killer like you know like having two kids and watching them go through toddler and and, and toddler life like when they were bored is when they got themselves in trouble if I look back on my teenager life when i was when i was bored i got myself in trouble when i became all boredom like kind of like you know what we should do and so to be able to have something to kind of have in the mind yeah as as a healthy outlet has just been as worked, hasn't worked wonders because there's still bad days, but it's been helpful to be able to kind of find some clarity.
0: Well, and I find that that confidence, self-discipline and dedication in one area of your life bleeds over. Yeah, always. Of
4: course. Yeah.
0: Right. So when we're insecure about something emotionally or mentally, whether it's a situation at work or whatever, it might be a relationship or what anything, you know, when we have that confidence that comes from even something as simple as your workout goal, you went for a run, it went great, or you just feel better, that bleeds yeah. over. You know, that totally does help rebuild the, the building blocks of our own mental health and emotional health. And to go into those tougher conversations with people or whatever it might be, or keep our focus. Uh, at least i found that in moments when I'm really killing it, I tend to have rising tides lifts all ships. I think that's what the saying is. Yeah. Something similar like that, but uh, especially when it comes to our physical health and it's so practical. Like that's one thing is I find sometimes when it comes to emotional and mental health, yeah, it's, it can be vague. It can feel vague. Like what do I do next? Whereas I want to talk about physical health first, because the steps we can take for physical health are so much more practical as far as did you go to bed on time? Uh, yes. what did you eat today? And mm-hmm. did you move off the couch? Did you change out of your pajamas when you woke up in lockdown today? Like so, yeah. sometimes it can be simple, small stuff little like that. things. Yeah. Have a huge wave of influence over what we say and we do and how it comes across and so there's a big a big part of that and especially when it comes to the fact that we we have a calling in our life as followers of christ and god has a a plan uh, for our life and so how do we live that out it's hard to do that when we're not physically able to do that and when we're not physically motivated to do that like we we talked about this story of like elijah and the prophets of baal and it's first kings 18. first king in 18 he's a champion like he's calling down fire. He's like yeah. flash running back. Like he's unreal. And then in 19, because he's exhausted and he's spent. And <laughs> it's he's gone, a wrap. It's like, God take my life. Like just end my life. Like it's so dramatic. Yeah. It's, like it's maybe two verses later. And the first thing God says is like, just sleep.
4: Just, just sleep. sleep. I love that's so my bad. favorite. That's one of my favorite sleep stories. Again.
0: Sleep again just... and then eat something else. And just chill for a moment. And and I think there's a big, at least in my life, I've, I'm not a doctor, but uh, I play the one on emotional, TV. The emotional and mental symptoms that I can have are usually as a result of my physical bad behaviors. You know what yes. I mean? It's like, it's like, wow, I'm, really, I'm not enjoying my job. It's Well, did you stay up till three in the morning? Well, yes. Yes. But Grogu was meeting Luke Skywalker. Spoilers. I said it. It's fine. But the whole point is if you haven't watched season if
4: you haven't watched season two of the Mandalorian <laughs> by now, that's all, that's your fault. That if you true. haven't watched season two to figure out this happened, then that's on you. I'm saying that publicly to you. I'm <laughs> looking at the camera. That's on you. Luke showed up. You knew what once it it was you saw the, the, the green lightsaber and the glove, you knew it was him. That's on you, pal. That's on you, man.
0: And for the people who have no idea what we're talking about, it's only the biggest franchise in the world. But it's fine. It's fine. It's over. It's, it's fine. Done. <laughs> I won't get into, I could talk about Star Wars. I'm not getting into it. But uh, yeah, I, I totally think there's an outflowing of our life that we're so interconnected. That s- so many of our things are like, uh, so many things in our life are meant to work in harmony with one another. Yeah. And I think the value of our physical selves and where God redeems our physical self is it, it really has huge implications for our mental and our emotional health and helps us along that journey in a huge way. Well,
4: that's that's why
0: it's not just love the Lord God
4: with all your heart, period. Yeah. Totally. or mind period. And there's some people, so like, because like I I'm, you know, i before lockdown is able to get to the gym um, a couple of days a week. You see that there are people there who for them, it's strength only strength and look only. It's not about the heart. It's not about the mind. It's not about the soul. It's simply about the look. Yeah. And they suffer from the same problems that somebody who only focuses on the heart only focuses on the mind. And like the idea of it all being interconnected, that's all interwoven. That makes us who we are that strengthens our soul, which is our identity, which is that part of us that when we die connects with the Lord, that, that like, it all kind of ties in together. So we can't just, um, if we only focus on, and I've, and I've been guilty of this where it's like, it's just about getting to the gym
3: because the vanity
4: part takes over and being reminded, like, no, like this needs to bleed over into, into how I am I reading? Am I am yeah. I working my mind as much as I'm working my, my body am I working my heart am I am I still worshipful like if yeah. it, if it's not if it's only one if the physical only if the physical takes precedence over everything else, then we are no better than the person who's just super dramatic and emotional all the time, or the person who is only intellectual and he doesn't have a feeling in their bone, or the person who's only I, I only thinking about the soul part. And you know that's when you get into the whole chakras and the opening of your third eyes or stuff. Like, it's <laughs> yes. all yeah. it's all interwoven. And and the idea of um you know you know quoting from Rich again, like the idea of eat, moving, and resting. Right, like the theme of rest shows up all the way through Scripture. Totally eating shows up all the way through scripture. And, you know, um, Daniel one is the, the story of like, just feed us feed us vegetables and water. I'm not yeah. like, I'm, listen, I listen, you know, I'm i not advocating for the Daniel fast, for those of you who are you know, like young adults who love us for stuff, but there's something about like what we consume. Doesn't mean that you yeah, can't have sure. a fun day or a cheat day here and there, but like what we consume and being my, mindful of that, how we sleep and then moving, like moving doesn't necessarily mean going to the gym. Moving means, yeah. did you get out for, did you get outside today? Did you go for a walk? Did you do something that was productive with your body? I love when you said. Did you, you know, as I'm sitting here in sweatpants, like, did you get out? Did you, <laughs> yeah. did you, did you put on your formal sweats and not just your, and not yeah. just your home, your actual The sweats. ironed like, pair, the ironed the iron pair.
0: pair. Yeah, the the sweats with the crease. The, <laughs> with the yeah. pleats, yeah. And the, the, pleats. the pleats are there for performance. It's good. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. It's good. But like, it, but like really taking those things into consideration because, because you know, like when you feel better, you do better. Yeah, totally. When, when, especially when that focus is on ultimately, like, I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more yeah. like Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's a huge part of it. And as we do, and like, I love Zechariah Zachariah 10 something. Don't despise the day of small beginnings is yeah. like, has to be my life verse <laughs> just because I feel like everything's a small beginning. But the reality is, like, if we're faithful to start, God's faithful to finish in a lot of ways. Yeah, he is. And the motivation that we lack. Like just ask God for, it. you'd ask God for a new car for broke down. If you're like, Hey, I want to, I want to conquer my physical self. All right, God, I need you to help me do it. And why would he not do that? If it's honoring and glorifying to God, why would he be like, I'll help you in other things, but this one is all on you. Like he's there as our advocate to walk us through it. And that's a huge part of it. And so, uh, yeah, that's huge. Don't despise the day of small beginnings, even small steps that have huge implications. Well, I appreciate your time. And, uh, especially as people are kind of navigating this journey, it's unreal thankful that you join us and be a part of it Ashley, our first episode you're setting the bar high how's that ah, you're the four ah. seasons you're not the super eight you're setting the bar high no, uh, black, lights. We appreciate- no black lights <laughs> yeah. no black lights no black but lights we appreciate you sharing uh, kind of your journey a little bit and some things that have helped you and it's always good to get a different perspective than this which is great so I appreciate you being here and and it's awesome. Uh, why don't you tell them what you're up to, um, where they can find you. Uh, there's a rabbit on Instagram. Uh, that at least deserves a shout out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, there,
4: so there's two things. One, um, I think it's fluff palm. The bunny is the, is the Instagram handle. I think it is uh, that, um, that my daughter and my wife curate of our, of their bunny, not mine. There's my son, Liam there in, uh, on the side there. Uh, Liam has a well Liam has a YouTube channel. What else is happening since COVID? Um, um on on, uh, on YouTube, more importantly than myself, House of Commons show. Uh, myself and nine of my buddies. It's crazy to think that they're, you know, like one of the cool things that came out of COVID was um was it was a YouTube show uh, and a podcast with nine of my buddies. And so we're we're doing that. You can find us by searching the words House of Commons show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on YouTube. Um I'm used to doing this. You leave a five-star review if you uh, go on the podcast. If you go on YouTube, uh, make sure to subscribe and then leave comments and all that stuff. And then I'm on Instagram, Chris Chase. Pretty boring. I just share memes on on Instagram stories. It's pretty boring stuff. Beauty. That's pretty well. Thanks, oh, man. and then, and, oh, and I was saying this, this, this one thing. Scott, <laughs> you're fantastic, and I love you. And it's 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 fantastic to see where you are in in your life, doing these sort of things for you and, and Michaela.
0: Fake it till you make it, Chris. That's, that's what I got to say. Hey, listen,
4: that, that, that's the story. of hey, Cheers to that, my friend. selu
0: Just fake it till you make it. And one day people <laughs> stop asking questions. That's what I've found. Anyway, I appreciate it. Man. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for being here and uh, speaking some words of wisdom. And everybody go check out House Commons Show and Fluff Palm the Bunny and all those things. And <laughs> Liam's Twitch channel. Unreal. It's the best, <laughs> best nine-year-old on Twitch you're ever going to see. It's going to be unreal. Thanks so much for joining us, Chris, and uh, back to the cast. Well, huge thank you to Chris Chase for joining us. Unreal. And so glad he was with us and uh, such good insight in that conversation. And I just got to sit there and take it all in, but it was great. And, you know, I think there's a reality where, those, those New Year's ambitions instead of just resolutions, not just those decisions we make and then maybe they fall apart or maybe it doesn't go the way that we plan. but choosing to have this ambition, this strongly held desire in our life to say, God, this is what I'm going after in 2021 and I'm going to stick with it, not just make a one-time decision and see how it goes, but choose to be ambitious. Like I love that idea of, of the tenacity that comes with our ambitions. So uh, just as we close off today, like what, why don't we go through, what are maybe a 2021 new year's ambition that we want uh, God to do in our life uh, for us? And uh, what does that look like for you? I'll go first. My, my wife, Mikhail and I are having a baby this year. Ayo. And so my new year's ambition is to figure out all of that. Like it's the number <laughs> one thing I pray about. It's the number one thing I think about. All right. I'm going to be a father to somebody. Uh, and so God, you are the ultimate father. That's what I need from you in my physical health, in my emotions, in my mental health, in just my patience and peace, God. That's what I need. My nearest ambition is going to be the best dad I could be, and hopefully modeled after the best God, uh, the best dad there is, and the best father that we have. And that's kind of my focus for the year. What mm-hmm. about you guys? Um, for me,
3: like I think it's kind of going from last year into this year. Like I just realized like how much I'm not in control and how much God is. Yeah. And so it's, there's an analogy, I think, I don't know if I came up with this or like I stole it or whatever, um, <laughs> but we'll just go with, hey, I, it pops in my head. Um, but I feel like if you look at our lives as like a book that God's written for each and every one of us, um, following that book, reading it line by line, I think is such a good strategy when we try to write our own book. Uh, that's when things go wrong because we're not, we're not authors, right? At the end of the day. I speak um,
0: good. What are you talking about? I speak that's good. Perfect.
3: so for me like my ambition is just like just following like my hardest into what god is sort of directing me to do and part of that is walking myself uh not just waiting for god to like drop it in my lap but just kind of knowing that that god's really in control um and sort of trusting him like my grandpa he just passed away uh on the second and he lived his whole life just literally just giving it to God. And, you know, he was a missionary in Africa for 40 some odd years and, and preaching for the rest. And, and so he always just, you know, God's in control and just kind of left it like that. He let, he just lived on the team of his pants, but with God in control.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah. No, for me, it's, it's, it's a little more, I guess, Involves my like uh, my French degree right now. So this is my last semester that I'm in right now. So I'm looking forward to finally (laughs) finally finishing that up. Uh, But yeah, my I guess the gray area that I'm kind of in right now is just figuring out what I want to do with it after. Because I got the piece of paper now It's just figuring out what I want to do. So my ambition for me is definitely just kind of like asking God to help me, like guide me through that and just figure out something I want to do. Like if I want to do like a nine to five like job I want to find something unique I want to find something that like I'm actually passionate about doing and so yeah so that's kind of for me like it's it's kind of been a big part of my life for the past like four years or so so I want it to be something that actually pays off in the long run
0: totally totally I always found like whenever you finish school like when I finished my degree yeah it it feels like you're jumping off a cliff like your life was so structured up until then and like courses and like stuff it's so structured and then you get to the end and it's like just unknown. Yo, just, you gotta... like it feels so, it feels so ambiguous and yeah, yeah that's great, man. That's awesome. and what about you?
1: Um. Honestly, for me this year, it's, it's, it's all about submitting my time to God. Um, just really being consistent with my schedule of, Hey, God first, God gets the first call of like, like my morning, submitting my mornings to God. He is, I, I need to give him kind of control. Excuse me. I need to give God control in uh, in my mornings, in my evenings and in my nights. But like specifically, uh, I just need to connect with him more on a daily basis and just being submissive to uh, just his his call on my life. And, you know, that and for him, that means waking up and praying and and reading my Bible and and just being consistent with it instead of just putting it off.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a pastor in Burlington that I used to be able to meet with on a fairly regular basis. And his name is Kevin Shepard. He used to say all the time before he eats any physical food, he gets his spiritual food in
2: mm-hmm. and that's just yeah. his practice
0: for kind of the mm-hmm. reason you're saying he's like every day it's my chance to just make sure that whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that sustains me before my honey nut Cheerios or whatever he's eating. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like That's, that's it. it. That's a really good yeah. practice. Like a really simple exactly. practice. Well, we we hope that you guys uh, can find a new year's resolution or maybe a new year's ambition and ask God uh, to kind of help you do it and get through it and really commit ourselves in 2021 to the potential and possibility of, of being made new and being made whole, whether it's our physical health or our emotional or mental health, as we're going to talk about in the next few weeks. You know, I think God's in the business of making things new. So we want to finish every uh, episode with a question of the week and our question of the week this year is what is your 2021 new year's resolution? Maybe you haven't come up with one yet. Maybe it's still a work in progress. That's fine. That just means you get to do the six weeks from now until the end of February. It'll be perfect before you give up on it. But what is your 2021 new year's resolution? You can uh, leave it in the comments or you can leave it on our Instagram poll that we're going uh, to have. Buy a PlayStation five. You. Yeah. Buy a PlayStation. If you can find one, <laughs> if I can find a PlayStation one PlayStation five. Exactly. Been, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, We're going to throw it out there on Instagram. You can check it out. And you know what? This is a new format for us. We're just trying some new stuff and experimenting. And so we want your feedback. You can send us a message on Instagram or you can message us through uh, the church website. You can send a message to me directly, esperitamalview.church. We'd love your feedback and your insight on how we're going to do this better. You know, we're looking forward to bringing some new people on and we're going to rotate through the cast, maybe some new segments coming up. Uh, but hopefully this is uh, meeting you in a good place and we're just excited about doing it. And we're excited to be a part of your week again, even though it's been a while since you've had young life and we can't necessarily do it the way that we normally do. Uh, so, you know, I think this is a good step in, in trying to do something different and hopefully still connecting with all of you guys, even though we can't be close, you know, we're going to have lots of opportunities to get together. Uh, we're going to have two Wild Bible study coming and I'm looking forward to that a chance Ooh. to actually talk on zoom. It won't just be, us idiots talking to you it's gonna be (laughs) a chance for everybody to talk to each other which we're excited about and we also want to do some games nights we did a few last time on quiplash whatever it might be it's really just a chance to get together and hang out and that's what it's all about and so keep your eyes on our instagram we're so glad you could join us new year's resolution Mm -hmm. 2021 what is your new year's resolution but until next week next monday night seven o'clock We will see you guys later. Hope you have an amazing week. We're thinking about you. We are praying for you. And we'll see you next Monday night at seven o'clock.